Hello and welcome to the IFA monthly news podcast, Tech Talk. I'm Harry Benjamin. This month, we'll be talking all about the world of small household appliances. A little later on, our special guest will be Sebastian Keber, Managing Director at Bureau, talking about key developments as we start the new year. That plus all the latest news from the field of small household appliances next. First up, smart home technology continues to gain popularity. The past two years have seen some unpredictable market shifts, yet the smart home market has stayed active, growing 10.3% from Q3 in 2020 to Q3 in 2021. However, according to Matter, the market does not have a universal connectivity standard, something that needs resolving. In fact, 200 companies have now committed to supporting Matter in connecting smart homes, with Matter being described as unified connectivity technology for the smart home. Matter will use Wi-Fi and Bluetooth to allow devices to locally communicate with each other, meaning most, if not all, of a user's devices can be compatible with the rest of their smart home. Matter will operate locally and not use the cloud, meaning if the internet goes down, smart homes will still function. As such, it is already openly supported by Amazon Alexa, Google Home, Apple HomeKit and Samsung SmartThings, with Google's Nest set to follow. If you're listening to this while enjoying a nice cup of coffee, then you'll be pleased to hear Nest Cafe has launched a new Dolce Gusto coffee machine, providing a coffee shop at home experience. Made by Krups, the Nest Cafe Dolce Gusto Infinissima is A rated for efficiency, features an extra large water tank, an adjustable drip tray suitable for all cup sizes, and is easy to use. Coffee drinkers can choose from more than 40 coffee and other hot and cold beverages, all prepared with one easy move. All you need is the machine, some water, and some Dolce Gusto coffee pods and you're good to go. As well as this, frothy coffee lovers will also be able to enjoy a thick velvety Kramer thanks to the machine's 15 bar pump pressure. It also features an eco mode automatically switching off after five minutes if unused. CDP, a non-profit organisation helping companies disclose their environmental impact, has recognised Electrolux for its climate leadership. For the second year in a row, the Swedish home appliance manufacturer has earned a place on CDP's elite A-list for tackling water security, just as the company signed a new €1 billion credit line linked to its sustainability aims. In 2020, Electrolux reported a 70% reduction of carbon emissions in its operations and a 20% emissions reduction in the product use phase compared to 2015. Iconic Italian appliance brand Smeg has launched a revolutionary new multifunctional cooking technology called Galileo, which the company claims is the first in the world to employ steam, microwave and traditional cooking together. Launching across multiple models, the platform promises better browning, heat distribution and cooking results. With an improved airflow system, it's also said to improve flavour transfer, allowing multiple different dishes to be cooked all at once. This new Galileo technology is set to be incorporated into the Ranger's flagship model, Omni chef. The technology reduces cooking times by 70% and is set to revolutionise the home cooking experience. With advances seemingly being made every day in small home appliances, the combination with smart home devices is becoming more appealing and is seeing the global smart appliance market grow from $33.8 billion in 2021 to an estimated $67.7 billion by 2026, according to researchermarkets.com. This is down to rising energy prices, changing lifestyles of consumers, increasing use of wireless connectivity and increased government regulations to save energy. Zigbee, a technology used in the 
creating of personal area networks that power home automation uses a lower power spec than its rivals. These gains are one of the main contributing factors to advanced wireless technology and its adaptation into home appliances, seeing it grow massively in popularity, driving the market. Lockdown had a big impact on the smart home appliances industry in North America, seeing a huge downturn. However, with the lifting of restrictions, the demand is expected to revive slowly during the forecast period. With all that in mind, it might not come as a surprise that there is a growing demand for technology and smart kitchens in the global microwave oven market, which is expected to grow at an increasing rate of over 4.31%, having been valued at over 26 billion euros. Increasing disposable income of consumers is suspected to be causing the market growth. The growing craze of connectivity between home appliances and innovations such as inverter-based microwave ovens is forecast to generate new opportunities in the market. The convection microwave is expected to dominate the market as convection is an all-rounder, but major companies are developing advanced technologies and launching new, less power-hungry microwaves to stay competitive in the market. The Turkish appliance giant Beko has run its first ever sustainability campaign last autumn in the UK, showcasing new technology which transforms recycled waste materials into durable, high-performance product parts used in its new range of built-in ovens, washing machines and washer-dryers. Using recycled plastic bottles, fishing nets and industrial thread waste, Beko say they are taking small steps to restore the health of our natural environment. This latest campaign, focused on the UK market, found that 88% of respondents feel it's their personal responsibility to make a difference by minimising waste, water and energy use in their daily lives. In line with Beko's campaign, parent company Archelic has set new sustainability commitments. The household appliance giant has earned plenty of praise for its approach, with the Turkish manufacturer recently receiving the inaugural Terracata Seal Award, presented to companies that commit to sustainable strategies at the COP26 Climate Summit in Glasgow, with the company claiming to have achieved carbon neutrality in its operations. Lots of news to digest from the small home appliances world there as we begin 2022. And to discuss things further, joining me on the podcast now, a leading figure in the small appliances industry, managing director at Bureau, specialists in health and well-being, Sebastian Keber. Sebastian, firstly, thank you for joining me uh, again. I'm curious to know, first of all, uh, perhaps a bit of a general question, actually, how the small home appliance industry has been faring uh, during these sort of turbulent times we're in, we're having. Yeah, well, in, in general, um, I would say the, the industry is doing good. We are all um, struggling a lot with components availability. I think that's also, you can see it at the press. So chips, paper, energy, more or less everything is in shortage. And we do have the heaviest increase of transportation costs we've ever had. So it's crazy. You need to pay 20K dollar to get one container shipped from Asia to Europe. So that's impacting us very heavily. So challenges are quite big, but that's most important. The demand for SDA is still very good. Mm. Um, so the other challenges we need to solve, but in general, demand is good. And that's the story we want to hear, right? Yeah, well, absolutely glad to hear it. It's a great way to, to start the year off as well with uh, positivity. And I suppose with your focus lying in particular in the health and well-being market, is it is it a similar story? Because with, with such a, a sort of a, a niche uh, outlook as well, compared to not just a generic small home appliances company, is it any different? No, absolutely. It is. I think we we are on good track since years because, you know, health, well-being, 
doing something for your body, taking care of yourself are trends, super big trends since years. So I think everybody knows good health is the biggest value we have. And, and Corona has shown again how important it is to be in good condition. So you are responsible, you are getting the benefits, but also the penalties if you don't care about your health. So it's nothing you can delegate. And with tech, we can support to, to live healthier with our products we can support. And people more and more know and, and use it. So that's why we see very good demand now. And we also see very good demand future as a future perspective for our product and product group. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. So absolutely. In, I think in good condition and we are very positive about the future. Brilliant. Well, so then looking at the areas in which you sell your products, are there any particular strong trends that you're seeing recently? Any changes? Where are your sort of strongest territories where you tend to see good growth? Yeah, we see especially in product groups for self-treatment, they have shown very good growth. Um, that's also a trend because people get less prescriptions for massage and physical therapy. Therapy. And people are searching for alternatives beside uh, chemical medicines, especially for for pain relief, right? Mm. So and these uh, product groups who went pretty good. Of course. So you became, um, I believe, MD uh, in April last year. How's that journey been so far for you? And what, what are your visions and, and priorities going forward? Have you had to make any changes since you started in the role? How's it been going? Yeah, it's right. I started last year in April. And how was my journey? I would say it was like a ride on a roller coaster. Uh, for sure, Corona um, has taken huge part of my of my attention during the last year because a lot of challenges um, had have to be fixed. Um, as said, all this transportation component um, issues. But but yes, for sure, we have visions. We work very consequently to achieve them. Um, so we still see very big opportunities to grow further, especially internationally. So as business trips have not been possible like in the past last year, unfortunately, we took, but we took the time to start some strategic initiatives to power marketing and sales effectiveness. And I'm very satisfied with the concept we have worked out and we have in place right now. Brilliant. And, and so on that, actually, how are you looking to, to go forward this year and, and innovate with uh, creating and, and selling products going forward? As we said earlier on, you know, with more and more people starting to take a, an active interest in their health and well-being whilst also spending more time in the home, various for various reasons, obviously, number one, probably due to the, uh, the coronavirus pandemic. It must be a great interest for you in, in supporting this market interest. Yeah, absolutely. I think SDA or our, our products in general can can make people's life more convenient. It can help to achieve personal goals. It can save your time. I would say as long as we can deliver those benefits, we have good future perspective um, and um, Yes. So that's why I'm absolutely convinced um, that the trends of living healthier will keep our growth also in the future. Now, 
this this may not apply to you, but uh, as we discussed earlier, you know, there's increasing demand in things like transportation. It's becoming a lot more difficult, perhaps, than it was pre-pandemic. Many companies like yours are assessing their supply chains and, and their reliance on on countries like China too. What are your thoughts on that? Does it affect you? Yeah. 50-50, I would say, as we are quite old company established already in 1919 in Germany, we still have roots in Europe also production-wise. So we have a factory also in Hungary, but for sure we do have also factories in, in Asia. And at the beginning, there are challenges we assess to. But I'm really believing in global economy. For sure, we need to reduce dependencies, um, but we also need to have global supply chains. Borders have never been good for people. So that's my absolutely believing. So we need to find solutions how to, to, to overcome for sure all these challenges regarding supply chains, regarding dependencies, but we need us all at the world. Yeah, what companies that are also looking at the same time, uh, it's a balancing act, isn't it? Because a lot are looking at ways to reduce their carbon footprint too and, and help restore the environment. How are you tackling this side of the business? For sure, sustainability is also a very big topic to us. Um, the already good thing is, it comes from our product group, the product lifetime is is pretty long. So it does mean that our product become very long used by the consumers and not change very often. Like you think about maybe your smartphone or your cellular phone, you, you change it. Some of us change it every year. So that creates a lot of waste and that's different to our product group. So for medical products, especially, or for example, we do have a guarantee already of five years. Um, and long usage means at the end, less production, less waste. But besides that, we also started a big project um, this year, last, last calendar year, to reduce also our carbon footprint. So we are very aware of our responsibility and will implement respective measures. Oh, brilliant to hear. And I suppose just in the, the final couple of uh, minutes with you, Sebastian, the future in terms of small appliances as well, there's a, an increasing popularity in smart homes and uh, battery tech, smart cordless devices. How does that chime in with the products you're producing? And have you got any plans in the pipeline to, to cater for that? In general, I agree, but I'm always thinking if smart battery cordless is from my opinion, not a characteristic of defining an innovation. Innovations help to solve issues better than before. And sometimes simplicity is not that bad. So it can help to have something smart if it makes sense, but just to make something smart, maybe it's difficult, more difficult after than before. So at the end, I believe you need to find a solution to solve problems or to solve issues, to make something better than it was before. And then it's an innovation, right? Yeah, it's hard to disagree with you there. It makes it, makes it exciting, doesn't it? Um, what are your goals then going forward into 2022 and beyond? Yeah, the, the goal is to make consumers happy with our products and uh, help them again to achieve their goals. So having the right products and services is the key. That's the goal. And if you have that, you will succeed. 
Brilliant. Well, wishing you all the best for a fantastic year as well. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to, to chat to me, Sebastian. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, Eric. Some other news in the world of small appliances now. Leading corporation in the large and small household appliances world, LG announced a new CEO last month along with a forward-thinking plan to boost growth in 2022. William Cho will be promoted to CEO. In addition to this, last month, the company's Customer Experience Innovation Department under the Home Appliances and Home Entertainment Companies will be upgraded to Customer Experience Innovation. And finally, consumer electronics giant Philips has launched a new shaver, leveraging AI for a smarter shaving experience. Through the Philips app, sensors within the shaver provide real-time feedback to users on their shaving patterns, including pressure, speed and motion, as well as personalised shaving plans and tips. And that just about does it for this edition of IFA's monthly news podcast, Tech Talk. Thanks for joining me. I've been Harry Benjamin. To stay up to date with all the very latest tech news from IFA, head to the IFA newsroom, news.ifa-berlin.com. Don't forget to like, comment, share and subscribe to this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you same time next month. Bye-bye. <laughs>